everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel, sitting across from me. <laughs> and every weekend, we're here, we're doing life together, and as always, we're really glad that you've joined us. That's right, Dr. Linda. It is the beginning of December, which means we are in uh, full Christmas mode. The question is, is your tree up yet? Oh, my tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we usually go for the tree on the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's sort Mm -hmm. of our family tradition. When do you put yours up? (laughs) Whenever we can get to it. You've got small kids. Maybe that makes a difference. But I like to have it up right after Thanksgiving so that I enjoy the entire month. Well, in order to get the, the full effect of the tree, if we do put it up late, it stays up longer. So oh, well, that's true. It's been up the entire month of January. Oh, no, before. you're one of those people. If we put it up, <laughs> if it's a week before Christmas, then, you know, Sharon wants to enjoy the tree. Yeah. So she leaves it up for a little it's while. It's always sad when you take down the lights. Well, yeah. I know someone who put their tree up way before Thanksgiving. No. Oh, yeah. It's too soon. <laughs> and, uh, of course, by now we've been hearing Christmas music everywhere. Are you tired of the Christmas music yet? Okay, so actually I'm not tired of it because mm-hmm. my husband has this ban on Christmas music <laughs> until after Thanksgiving. I mean, literally, we're in the car. You can't turn it on until after yeah. Thanksgiving because he just doesn't like that. But I do sneak it on when mm, I'm that's right. by myself. But I remember hearing it in the stores before Halloween, Chris. Before Halloween. Before Halloween. Wow. I remember hearing it. And the channel, Holly, uh, was up and running at the beginning, somewhere around <laughs> November, the beginning of November on Sirius XM. Wow. Yeah, I feel sorry for the people who work in stores as retailers. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas music uh, is on all day. And, you know, we know this firsthand working in radio. There are some radio stations who started weeks ago playing Christmas music. So imagine working at a station all day with that stuff on yeah. in early November. It's I know amazing. the the retailers do complain. Um, they yeah. say that those songs just kind of keep looping over and over. But <laughs> you're not the only one who might be concerned about them because there actually is a clinical psychologist named Linda Blair uh-huh. who says that the relentless holiday music can be mentally draining. She said if you work in a store and you continually hear the music like we're talking about, she says you have to work really hard to tune it out so you can concentrate on your work. So because you're spending all your energy trying not to hear what you are hearing, that's what gets you mentally drained. That's interesting. Well, there are, of course, this time of year, more uh, things than just Christmas music that drains our energy. So we're going to give tips on how to stay mentally healthy during the holidays. And there is lots of stress along with the good parts of the holidays. But we're spending money. We're getting together with family. We're going to parties and events. It's messing up our routines. And we're probably not taking care of ourselves, especially with all of the uh, the sweets and everything at parties that we, mm-hmm. that we go to. So we've got stress busters for you. So who are you going to call? Stress busters. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do that. I'm sorry. All right. So the key here we're talking about is to stay mentally fit during the busyness and the stress of this season. But you have to be intentional about this, which is why we're talking about it today, Mm -hmm. because otherwise you'll find yourself just dropping into bed exhausted and you might get sick because a lot of people, their immune system gets compromised this time of year and you might be moody. So our stress busters are going to be body mind and spirit today. We talk a lot about the body on this show too. It's all connected. Right. And let's start with that. Specifically eating and drinking. All that extra eating and drinking can uh, actually make us lethargic. And we probably don't really know how our diet 
or the change in our diet is affecting us. You mean like 10 Christmas cookies a day? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> <In> mean my... <laughs> only 10? <laughs> you know, I, love, I love Christmas cookies with oh, yeah. coffee in the morning, oh, which is right. bad. But, but here, this is the issue. The change actually has us probably most of us eating a whole lot more sugar, mm. probably more fat, and foods with a little nutrition to them. You right. know, they don't have a lot of nutrition. So like I said, I could eat Christmas cookies mm. every day the rest of the year. So during this time of the year, People are constantly bringing in treats to work. Do you find that? Yeah, I just oh, yeah. everywhere I turn, there's like right. a basket or a fruit yes. thing. Well, fruit wouldn't be so bad, but they're bringing in all kinds of goodies. And so we've got lots of food, lots of drink, which means again we have to pace ourselves because if you don't, you're going to have some holiday weight gain, mm. which none of us want. And right. like you said, we're going to feel very lethargic. So when you have a chance at any event or at, when you're at home. I know this isn't sizzly, but try to stay by the vegetable trays. <laughs> You're looking at me like, really? Um, and the protein options. So maybe go near those things if they're available. Mm. I, know, I know it's not as good, but if you have to munch, think about right. it. You could munch on carrots and hummus rather than maybe munching on a bunch of other high-calorie treats. And here's a great tip to cook healthy at home when you can. Mm. So I know you're going out, you're going to right. a lot of parties, you're around a lot of food, but maybe cut down at your regular meals so that when you do go out, you can have a few of those treats. If the vegetables are available at the Christmas parties. Do you go to them? Yes, because really, if you think about it, when you're when you're munching away at a party, it's sort of the social thing to do, just be, to be just eating. standing around eating. So yeah. if there's a, a big thing of, of vegetables there, you get just as much satisfaction from that as you do... You're taking a handful of cookies. I think you're in the minority on that one. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really do. I don't think people want to go and eat the vegetables. Now, again, if you're intentional about it, right. you probably will park yourself over there so that you're not constantly grabbing the other stuff. Maybe I'm, I'm just simply being intentional you about are. it. You are. You're that. very intentional. Well, speaking of the social aspect of, uh, of, of Christmas parties and whatnot, for a lot of people, there's uh, a lot of celebratory social drinking. Yeah, and so alcohol may relax people, but remember, it's a depressant. And excessive drinking can cause a lot of low mood, mm. irritability, and even some people get aggressive when they drink too right. much. So um, you certainly don't want to drink and drive. I want to put that out there for people and have something terrible happen during the season. That would just be the worst thing that you could think of. So for those of you who do imbibe, remember moderation, be sensible. And when we talk about sleep in a moment, you got to think about the fact that alcohol does disrupt sleep as well. Oh, that's right. And you often talk about the importance of exercise, which we already have during this program. And uh, you say exercise is medicine, but exercise is really a stress reducer uh, during the holidays. So if you need a mood boost, if you need to get a little relaxation, the best thing is to get up and move. Physical activity activates those feeling good chemicals that are in your body, those endorphins, which help you relax, which help you feel happier, and they'll boost your mood. So regular exercise can really help during this time. And again, it boosts our immune system so mm. that you're not getting sick. And this is the time of year when a lot of people get colds and viruses right. are going around. These things are just prolific in the winter. So exercise really is the thing if we can find the time to do it. It's more challenging to exercise when it's cold and snowy, of course. And because of the busyness of the season, getting to the gym or getting outside for a run is harder. It is. So my favorite thing is to I, – I grew up in the north. And so there's lots of snow and cold during this time of year. So at this time of year, there's a lot of outdoor things that you can do, and they're really fun. So I love going for a winter walk. 
You have to mm. really dress up to do that. And right. sometimes I was, my in-laws used to live in Minneapolis and you had to cover everything but your eyes because it was so cold when we go out. <laughs> um, but if you want to do something a little more challenging, you can do some cross-country skiing, which is really fun this wow. time of year. You can go out and build a snowman with your family. Get the kids out there and do some, you know, activities. You can go to ice skating rinks. When I was age of four, I was on double runner skates, and I ice skated every day after school. Wow. So if you go out there and do something, you have snowball fights. Yeah. That's a good way to have fun. You can help me shove off the driveway, too. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Actually, that's good exercise to do that. Well, and being outside uh, helps get some natural light, too. It does. And that's a natural source of vitamin D, which Mm. many of us need because we're deprived of that. And a lot of us have low vitamin D levels. And spending time in nature is also one of those stress busters. There is a lot to do this time of year, and many people find sleep to be at a premium. But I know from other shows that we've done that you're going to tell us to make sure to get some sleep. Yeah. So despite many of us having time off of work during Christmas and the New Year's, our sleep patterns can get really disturbed between catching up with friends and families, traveling, going to a number of late night events. So we know there's really good evidence, Chris, that if we take good sleep and we make ourselves good sleep, we're going to feel mentally so much better, meaning that um, if we can really improve the quality of our sleep, we're Hmm. going to improve the quality of our overall mental health. Paul McCartney wrote yesterday in his sleep. I know. Isn't that a crazy story? We were looking at that and I thought, man, I need to go to sleep more often. Maybe (laughs) I'll come up with some creative ideas. But I think that's really fascinating that he did that. But maybe that's because you get some creativity going, you get rest, your body starts to reboot a little bit and it really helps you. So get some sleep. That's a stress buster. Here's a good one. Get a massage. I love that one. And if you're listening, family, that would be a good Christmas present for your mom. It's a great gift. A massage is a break from the busyness. It can take all that stress just down a notch. And sometimes if you can't afford a massage, Mm -hmm. just going into a hot bath and doing the little aromatherapy, you know, you can put like lavender Hmm. uh, in the water and you can put a candle on and you can really get yourself relaxed that way. Well, we've covered lots of body focused stress busters, but when we return, let's talk about stress busters for the mind. Stay with us as we take a short break on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Threats of war, racial tension divorce, natural disasters? If you are like me, sometimes I just have to turn off the news and remind myself that there is actually good in our world. It's so easy to listen to all the bad news and become worried. Worried about the future, about the Middle East, crime, finances, health, family problems, and you know, so it goes. But scripture tells us to take those worried thoughts captive, to be anxious about nothing, That is one of the reasons I wrote Letting Go of Worry. I didn't want worry to grip so many of us and cause us to lose our peace. So the next time you hear bad news, remind yourself to take those anxious thoughts captive. If you need help doing so, Letting Go of Worry is a good resource and will walk you through the steps to living in peace and contentment. Letting Go of Worry by Dr. Linda Mental, available on her website, drlindamental.com and online. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. And remember, you can listen to this program on the podcast anytime on the MyFaithRadio.com page. And check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com for her blogs and links to social media. Join her on Twitter at Dr. Linda Helps and on Facebook, Dr. Linda Mental, author and speaker, and Instagram 
at Dr. Linda Mental. So, Dr. Linda, there's plenty of ways to uh, get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. Go to my website. That's the easiest way. Right. All the little icons are there. You just like to give me all the stuff. I to, know. To I would. Read. I mean, it's going to be like a test. So, see if you can remember them all. <laughs> well, we're talking about stress busters uh, over the holidays, and a survey conducted by the American Psychological Association (APA) revealed that for Americans, stress tends to increase rather than decrease during the holidays. A lack of time, a lack of money, and excessive commercialism are all common reasons for extra holiday stress. Hmm. I don't think we're really surprised by that, are we? And along with that comes all kinds of emotions Mm -hmm. that are related to a lot of those things that happen. So there's a lot of anxiety and grief and stress. And for people that have had loss during this time of year, it's really tough on the loss side as well. Mm -hmm. So many people do report an increase in stress during the holidays as they kind of try to pull together all also, this idea of the perfect holiday. Now, I, I never had that issue. It ain't, ain't going to happen. It's like, let's just get through the holiday. Forget the perfect holiday. But right. there are a lot of people who get real uptight about that. And you might be one of those listening and thinks you've got to have the perfect meal. Mm. You've got to do all the things that you're supposed to do and the social obligations. And then there's shopping, decorating, cooking, cleaning, wrapping, and baking. Yeah, I'm starting to get stressed just right. thinking of all just that. Just thinking about it, right. You know, every year, my mom, her back goes out. At, ho- at the holidays? Every year. And finally, about five years ago, I talked to Dad about it. I said, why does her back always go out at Christmas? He said, because she's so stressed. Yeah, it could be. could yeah. be related to that. This is why you have to be able to just say no to, mm. to the, a lot of the things that are going on. Right. So if your cousin wants to stay in your one-bedroom apartment the week before Christmas and they're bringing their newborn twins, <laughs> yikes. Right. Might be a time to say uh, no. Tis the season to set boundaries. And to say no occasionally, just, you know, don't do everything for everyone or Mm. you're going to end up like your mom with your back going out. So you're just going to get exhausted and you won't enjoy the moment because you're constantly doing. You know, I have a relative like this. She just goes and goes and goes. We kind of call her the Energizer Bunny because she never (laughs) sits down and she doesn't relax with the family. We actually sometimes call her Martha. (laughs) <laughs> like the Martha and Mary story. Right, yeah. So it's all about doing, which we all appreciate. I just think she doesn't know how to relax and mm-hmm. just kind of sit with us and enjoy the moment. Everything feels like a chore to do. And I think that produces a lot of anxiety. Would it be helpful to uh, to make manageable goals for each day around the holiday? I think so. Even if it's as simple as saying, okay, today I'm going to write a few cards mm-hmm. or I'm going to clean a section of the room or put up some decorations. I think then you get this satisfaction of doing something that you've completed, and it kind of helps you feel better. This includes things like keeping the clutter down, so cleaning up, putting the wrapping paper away, trying to get things much more organized. Organization this time of year can really cut down on the stress. So I would even say organization is a stress buster. Just don't let all the packages and the wrapping paper and stuff overwhelm you. Just put it away. What about the impact of of negative people like the Ebenezer Scrooges that come into your life? That is a stress buster for the mind if you can get around positive people. Mm. I know I know you can't just ignore people especially if they're your family. Yeah. It's harder to do that, but if you can find positive people who are upbeat and happy and talking about the good parts of the holiday that really helps. I've got some family members that are into tradition to a fault. Everything has to be the same every year. We do the same thing every year. Can't that be overwhelming and, for that matter, exhausting? It can be. 
if there's a tradition and you just have to do it and mm. nobody wants to do it, right. that's the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a good one to say, we're going to eliminate that this year. And again, that's that part of saying no and just kind of giving yourselves permission. I didn't send Christmas cards one year and mm. I felt so guilty, but I was so relieved. Yeah. It just took the pressure off and I just went, you know what? Can't do it this year. Well, it's how the, many people were sitting at home saying, you know what? <laughs> Linda has not sent her card. Probably a, no, no, you're right. Right. And that, I kind of told myself that. I thought, yeah. you know, it's a nice little thing when you can do it. It's nice when you get it in the mail. But if mm-hmm. you don't, forget about it. Same thing with if cooking Christmas dinner. If that gives you a headache, you know, arrange to have family and friends come over and maybe do a potluck dinner and have people contribute mm. a whole lot more. Yeah, sounds good. We know shopping can be fun for some people and then stressful for others. Here's a question. Do you shop ahead of time or do you uh, wait till the last minute? I am like all ahead of time and I'm doing it through the year. Really? I've got bags in my closet and I'm Mm -hmm. putting things in all year long because I do not like that last minute shopping to you. Not last minute, but it's within the last week. Well, I worked with my in my mom's clothing store growing up, Chris, mm-hmm. and during college breaks. And what would happen is people would come in at the very last minute. I mean, like the last minute the store was open. Huh. And they would look at me and they go, okay, I need something for my wife. Okay, she's your size, which mm. she probably wasn't. <laughs> and, so, and then they would buy something, you know, yeah. and it would be so frenzied. And then, of course, we got all of that stuff back after Christmas because none of it fit anybody. (laughs) But there are some people who love the energy of that last minute thing and they get, you get a lot of deals. Hmm. If you can wait till the last minute, you can get a lot of more stuff on sale. That's interesting. Well, what about online shopping as an option? I think you can take advantage of that Mm -hmm. instead of rushing to the malls and all the stores. You can also make homemade gifts Mm -hmm. and you don't have to go out and have all that pressure. Or you can give gifts of service, such as volunteering yeah. or cooking a meal for somebody. I think one of the most stressful parts of the holidays is uh, is spending the money and yeah. the financial worries that come along with that. Yeah, and financial pressure is really, really peaks this time of year. Actually, it peaks even more when the bills come due in January. Right, right. You know, you need to think about not running up the credit card. We've worked with a lot of people where we've said, have a cash envelope, and when it's done, you're done. Because a lot of people with a credit card have a hard time with that. Right. We could do a whole show on that. But, you know, you got to think about if you're traveling to visit family or friends at Christmas, maybe booking your travel in advance, way in advance, because mm. it's a whole lot cheaper. Setting a budget, like we talked about, really can help. And then if you're buying things, make sure you can afford them. Instead of buying lavish things, you might want to really cut back and just the thought. It's the thought that really right. does count. I don't know about you, but if someone doesn't buy me a gift... I don't care. I know. I, and most I think, people don't. I think yeah. that's true. And again, the thought, you can write a nice card, you can make mm-hmm. a homemade gift, you could do something like that. Well, we talked about buying gifts online. Well, let's talk about Facebook and, and social media. It's easy to find out what parties and things are going on and what events are happening, including ones you may not have been invited to, Dr. Linda. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Feelings of loneliness or being left out can often lead to more stress during a holiday season. Yeah, it's normal to compare yourself to others, but try not to focus too much on what you see Mm -hmm. on social media networks. We know that that can increase, like you said, feelings of loneliness and even jealousy if Mm. you're seeing those things. And if you find yourself too focused on what you're seeing, maybe make the choice to not look at those sites during the holidays and focus on the events that you are attending, as well as giving yourself a little bit more of a break. I think that could be good. True, yeah. You don't have to be at everything. Right. You don't have to look at everything. Right. And holiday travel is stressful as well. It's very stressful. Have you ever done that during the... Yes. And uh, honestly, 
you end up on a turnpike somewhere or a busy highway, and it, it doesn't really bother me that bad. Really? No, I've been on, you know, I which I-95 and mm-hmm. some of those roads and sit and sit and sit in traffic, right. coming back with everybody. So I think it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. So give yourself lots of time. That's the key. And bring activities for the kids because there's a lot of downtime in right. travel. And so pacing yourself, pacing the time, having things to do, even getting everybody quiet during that time, listening to music, reading a book, or just get away as much as you can Mm. and get some recharging going on, get ready for the flight or whatever it is you have to do. may seem weird, but if you leave at 2 a.m., and travel through the I know. night. I know. I could yeah. do that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, have right. tr- I have trouble staying <laughs> awake now, but we did that all the time with our yeah. kids. We went through the night with our kids. Yes. They were sound asleep, mm-hmm. and we drove the road to Michigan. could drive that in my sleep. Well, we need to take a short break, but stay with us as we conclude our conversation on stress busters and focus on the Holy Spirit. Back in a moment. Conflict is a part of every healthy relationship. How you deal with conflict is what will either grow or destroy relationships. Do you avoid? Maybe you become highly emotional and then regret what you said or did. Getting control of our emotions is not always easy, but it is possible. Hi, this is Dr. Linda Mintel, and I wrote the book, We Need to Talk, in order to help all of us deal better with conflict. We Need to Talk, available at bookstores and online where books are sold. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and we were talking about body, mind, and spirit stress busters for the holidays. And just a reminder that Dr. Linda writes blogs every week on lots of topics that will encourage you to walk in good mental health and get along with others. And her website is drlindamental.com. And Dr. Linda, we get requests about listening to this show, and people can go to myfaithradio.com anytime and to listen to this uh, or any program. It's a great resource. So in our remaining time today, let's talk about the stress busters that are good for the spiritual side of the holidays. So one of the biggest stressors is really dealing with families. And we will probably do a show on that topic (laughs) because it's a big one. (laughs) But in general, we want to be Christ-like in dealing with our families, no matter what the issues have been. And unfortunately, that is so hard to do because the stress level is high anyway. And then your family is usually kept at arm's length or in another state. Well, then here we are at a a holiday that celebrates Jesus. And we're all getting together. Right. We're all getting together. And we don't see each other that well. And the trick is navigating those family issues. Here's the the mantra you need to have. Keep it simple and Mm. keep it civil. So if you can just not get into complex stuff during the holidays, because really that's not the time maybe. And then just keep it very civil. So... Christmas morning around the tree is probably not the time to bring up the old disagreements that you had with your Mm. long lost uncle. So I think just try to be respectful of everybody. Get those boundaries going. I'll tell you, one of the best family stress busters is joining into Christmas games and activities. Our family Mm. did that. Now, we're from the north. You know, it's cold outside. (laughs) We play lots of games in the winter. But it's fun, and it creates memories with your family. And then it it, it really does reduce the anxiety and depression because people are yelling and kind of, you know, letting out their steam on the game. And so I think it's great. (laughs) I think it's a really good time to do it. This reminds me of a family whose Monopoly game ended up on the floor upside down. (laughs) Oh, really? That is just too long of a game. It is really. It just goes on and on. Then you start to really get stressed because it's so long. Right. Well, games and activities can get to be contentious. <laughs> yeah, they can. So, so it's more about our attitude. It think. is. And we need to be really liberal with grace and forgiveness this time of year, especially if you've got a difficult family. I know that's not easy, hmm. 
but think of the witness that you bring if you're a person of faith. This is a gift that you can give to those more difficult family members. So try not to argue, try not to fight and be disagreeable. Try to be that simple and civil. We're mm. just going to try to remember those two words. Don't look for offense because that's really easy to do when you're around difficult family. Try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So no politics during the holidays. That then, yeah. could be a good rule. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you need to get out of the house or take a break from family, you can volunteer. It's a great way to reduce stress and it's scriptural to help others in need. That's a huge feeling of satisfaction, too, when you're volunteering. And many charities and organizations need help at Christmas time. This is truly the spirit of Christmas to give to others, give your time, give your money. It focuses you away from, I think, the over the top commercialization of Christmas, don't you? We get so involved in the gift giving and what am I getting for Christmas and did I buy the right gift? Well, if you go uh, with a hands-on approach, it couldn't be more Christ-like. That's right. And if you're apart from your family, then volunteering for a charity or a local community organization can provide that same kind of human contact as well as help those people who need the support and encouragement. You can volunteer all year round. You don't have to wait just for Christmas. <laughs> but this is the time when people are really starting to think about it and maybe have more available time to do yeah. some volunteering. So helping others is good for your own mental health and your own well-being, but it also helps reduce stress. It improves your mood. It increases your self-esteem and happiness, and it benefits your physical health as well. Um, I was given the opportunity to visit the Salvation Army over the summer. And believe it or not, they operate year round. They do. They don't just do the red kettle thing. It's a year round event for them. And they appreciate people Mm. who volunteer even to stand by those kettles, don't they? Right, definitely. My Mm. husband's taking turns at his job. They sign up people and they do that. Well, he's a -a (laughs) ding-a-ling. I'll tell him you said that. (laughs) The festive period provides us with an ideal opportunity to talk to, to visit, to engage with people around us. And Again, we talked a little bit about social media, but I really think we need so much more face-to-face communication because that has been shown to really improve our mental and physical well-being. The more we interact with other people, the more we're releasing these hormones in the body like oxytocin, which can benefit our immune system, our Mm. heart health, and our cognitive functioning. Probably the most important stress buster is to uh, refocus on the spiritual significance of, of the Christmas holiday. Yes, and I think this year we can say Merry Christmas without being told it's politically incorrect. Excellent. So that's kind of right. a nice thing, isn't it? <laughs> so I would make a concerted effort to realign the focus of the holiday to reflect your spiritual or ethical beliefs rather than the commercial values that are so prominent. You may need to discuss how you and your family will do this. Uh, we do the Christmas events at church. And so we go to a Christmas Eve service and read the Christmas story every year as part of our tradition. We carol and do a whole lot more that's focused much more on the spiritual importance of what this holiday is all about, God's gift to us through the baby Jesus. Mm. And there is one place that you say we can be selfish, and that is our time with God. Yes. So get up early, end your day with Bible reading and prayer, meditating on His Word, that is one of the best stress busters at all, of mm-hmm. all. I right. just heard it on the radio. It was a secular program, and they were suggesting that you start your day with three positive things. Mm-hmm. I would say pick three scriptures and meditate on that, because when we stay intimate with God during the busyness of the season, meditation is centering, and it helps us stay in that peace. So continue to do your Bible study and your quiet time, or start one now during the busyness of the season. God's Word tells us in Isaiah 26.3, 
you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you so we have to keep our mind on christ during this time and isn't that what the season is all mm-hmm. all about exactly so tis the season chris to do <laughs> some good stress busting well, that's all the time we have. Many thanks to our social media producer, Norm Mintel, our engineer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes this show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're here, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.